This is Live from the Table, recorded at the world-famous Comedy Cellar, coming at you on Sirius XM 99 Raw Dog and on the Laugh Button Podcast Network. Dan Natterman here. Noam Borman once again will not be joining us. He is around the corner doing a debate on the war in Ukraine. Uh, there, there are debates here at the Comedy Cellar from time to time. Noam is a political-oriented person. He is over at the debate. He will not be joining us. We have, however, Periel Ashenbrand with us. Periel, how do you do? Periel is our producer. She also is on air. And we've discussed how that evolved <laughs> in previous episodes. We have, we have Mia Jackson. Mia Jackson is a comedy seller regular, a Georgian native, now living in New York City. Mia's first hour, half-hour special available on Epics and her second half-hour special on Comedy Central. We also have, this is interesting, we have... <laughs> Noam Dorman's wife, who asked if she could come and uh, guest co-host, I guess. Or yeah, sure. However you want to classify her. Juanita Dorman is Hello, here. Hello, everyone. Juanita has a long history at the Comedy Cellar. She was a, a waitress here, a manager. She married the owner's son, who is now the owner, uh, with whom she has three children. Welcome, Juanita, to our program. Thank you for having me. And Juanita used to live in this... The studio, <laughs> because this studio is is Noam. This studio used to be our old living room. Now you lived here with with Noam. Yeah, and my my first son Nicholas. Okay. Um, well, it's a little bit different now, obviously. Yeah. Okay. Um, but there was plenty of debating and talking going on then, but nobody was listening. Even back then. <laughs> We are. What are we going to talk about this week? Well, I think it's obvious what we're going to talk about this week. It's it's a topic so huge that it knocked the war in Ukraine off the front page. The slap heard around the world, as it has been called, Oscar night. Uh, I am. I don't have to review what happened because everybody knows what happened. Um, the latest, I guess, is that uh, Will Smith apologized via Instagram, saying that this is not the man he wants to be, and he apologizes to Chris. Um, <clears throat> So uh, I guess that's what we'll talk about, at least for if not for the entire podcast. Are we starting with the apology? <laughs> no, no we I'm just trying to keep it. everybody up to date on the latest. And the latest is is that Will Smith apologized. I mean, actually, that, I think that happened yesterday, but I don't know if there's any... Is there anything new, that any new developments? I don't think so. Mm. Well, Jada says she's, you know, it's a time for healing and she's ready for it. Yeah, They should do that way before the Oscars, but, you know... Um. There was an article today that said they did ask him to leave. That's what the Academy said. They, they said, asked Will, and he just didn't leave? Yeah, they said he refused. That's, not, that's the newest thing that I saw. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what does that mean, asked him to leave? And he refused? That's, that's what the article said. Yeah. Uh, that's, oh. Yeah. That's interesting. That's the latest thing that I read. Well, that's uh, like somebody's like stealing something from the store, and they're like, could you please stop stealing? And they're like, no. And they're like, no, okay. that's not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, what do you I mean, mean asked him to leave they, kick him the fuck out well there's asked him well. to leave who knows they might have said look Will we, we think I mean think might be better if you leave if you left and Will might have said no I don't feel like leaving and they said okay if, I mean you know I don't know how forcefully they 
They asked him to leave. Right. That's what I'm saying. They should have kicked him out. Yeah. They, they also acknowledged um, that they that um, they were like, we didn't handle this the right way. That was mm. the, that's what I skimmed over in the article. Like there were things they could have done. Well, I, well, I they see a cover that. up here. Well, the yeah. comedy community and perhaps most people in general are on the side of Chris Rock saying that Will Smith, whatever Chris Rock's, however tasteless the joke arguably was. And we <sighs> that's another question. Uh, Will Smith went, went much, much too far. Even Will Smith is on the side of Chris Rock if you believe that his apology is sincere. <laughs> However, not everybody is on the side of Chris Rock. Uh, Tiffany Haddish said that consequences and their consequences, I forgot the word she used, but she implied that, uh, that, that, that Will Smith was in the right. Others that you see on Twitter um, have made similar uh, statements, some bringing up the need to protect black women who are so often not protected. I, I've seen that said. Is there anybody here of that mind? <laughs> Well, I am a black woman, and um, for the people who are listening, I'm a black lady. Uh, you know what? So I'll say this. Um, one, overall, I don't really have anything of value to add. I don't think just in general, because I feel like a lot of stuff has already been said. But I will say, um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely on the side of, of, of Chris Rock. But I also, I understand the sentiment behind what people are saying. Like, oh, that was so nice that he protected his wife because of, you know, how... Um, you know how black women are treated in America. And my dad is the type of person who would go punch somebody on my behalf, my sister's behalf, my mom. Like, I know that's so, you know, so I, so for me, I grew up with, you know, being protected by my, by, by my, by my dad, you know, and, and just, you know, different men in my, my life and my family and things like that. But, but I do, I do overall get why people are like, oh, that was a nice thing for him to have done. Like, I know where it comes from, but I don't think um, that was the way to do it, is what I'm saying. So um, I feel like there, it was it just could have, like, the whole thing is just a disaster. Well, but like I said, I understand the sentiment. I, it was, but he was wrong, though. Well, we could argue whether it's ever justified to hit somebody for a joke, and we could argue whether it was justified for this particular <laughs> joke. I mean, had she, had had she had he said something? Had were she suffering from cancer and this was chemotherapy related? I think he, he would have gotten a lot more sympathy. No, um, um, I disagree. You don't think he would have gotten no. more sympathy? It's not. Juanita I'm, has been chomping listen, at the okay, bit Juanita. There. If you're chomping, we, we have at it. <laughs> listen, I'm gonna break it down. I don't need no man to punch Please. somebody for me. If somebody says something, I'm gonna punch you my damn self. That's number one. Number two, I'm not gonna punch somebody over something they said. Okay, I mean, I was brought up that we, you know, violence is only when you're trying to protect yourself. Yeah. Okay, words, I mean, I, he took it too far. He took it too far. And uh, I think apology a day later was a little too late. It feels like it was coerced by his, whomever his posse is. And then the next day after that, Jada wrote something. But you know what? I'm going to buy the initial things that they wrote on Instagram before he sent that apology. He wrote something like, hey, um, Jade and I got all dressed up to start chaos. It was something in that mm -hmm. respect. He yeah. wrote that on Instagram. This was after the slap. Before right the after, the, yeah, after the slap, they're like taking photos in this green room or something. <laughs> and then he wrote like, oh, um, he wrote something along the lines like, oh, you know, Philly and Baltimore, you know, you can't bring us nowhere. That's where he, him and Jade are from. First of all, <clears throat> all this is street talk. This is not new to me. I come from that environment. You know what I mean? So, and, and the way that he even 
Listen, if he had got up there and slapped Chris, just walked back to his seat, we all, I thought it was like a skit. Mm. I mean, mm. especially the way that he slapped him. It, that, that's not like how you throw around. That was like some pussy ass, <laughs> I have been in the movies a long time slap. You know what I mean? Well, look, any slap, <laughs> even if it's not a hard slap, is, is, yeah, is but, very significant. When you put your hand on another person publicly, especially a slap, whether or not it's hard or soft, you're making a very profound statement you're basically mm. saying he, you're, he absolutely did you're a then punk. when he got to his seat and was like oh you know keep my woman's name that was so street it was so like it was such a disappointment to me you know why because i'm big fans of of jada and will and i've watched every red talk episode because i feel like i could relate to them in, in a sense i had i grew up in the same type of background that they have and when this all went down i was like no do, do you think that Chris even knew that she that Jada had a medical problem or thought that this was just a hairstyle that she that she had, uh, you know, I don't think he knew. I don't think he I, knew. I don't think so. I don't know Chris personally, but I know a lot of people who know him very well. And by all accounts, <clears throat> he's super kind and would never intentionally like say something about somebody who was sick i don't even know if she is sick i want to say this though yeah i mean alopecia is a condition i don't know i don't know if she if it, does she have alopecia like yeah, has that she been she's she talked about it she does she yeah. has alopecia all right you know tub. so you have fucking alopecia okay it's not I'm a sorry. serious medical disease, even if it is okay it i have family members who have this same thing you take some medication your hair grows back well i don't it's not <laughs> you know i mean it's not that, that serious she's not dying not from alopecia okay I think that it might be a medical, a serious medical condition. It is not a serious medical uh, condition. But uh, even if it is, I want to say that people make jokes about 9-11. You make jokes about the Holocaust. <clears throat> like alopecia is not fucking off the table to make jokes about. You didn't like that joke. That's your business. He did not make jokes about alopecia. Whatever it was. Like, you have no right to get up and fucking hit Chris Rock because you didn't like what he said. It's outrageous. Like, at what point is somebody allowed to go to a stage and hit a comedian yes, because outrageous. they made a joke that you didn't like? Like, that is insane. Yes, it's outrageous. It is. And um, <clears throat> like I said, I just, uh, <laughs> there have been so many takes on all of it. And, you know, like I said, again, I feel like I really am like, I don't know what else I can say that hasn't already been said. But yeah. I will say just for the overall thing to me that was extra disappointing in general was like, there were so many things involving like, you know, there was a black producer. There were, you know, two of the three co-hosts were black women. There were black writers on the staff and, you know, Questlove winning an Oscar and all this stuff. And I was like, to me, like, it just, I, all of it's wrong. All of it's just a big fucking mess. But I just really hate that it kind of, not kind of, it did. It just overshadowed all these yeah. other cool things that were like big moments, you know, so that, that's where I'm And like, that's really selfish too, that he yeah. did that to like overshadow these <laughs> important accomplishments that people have worked so fucking hard to achieve. Like, how dare you do that? I think in the moment he wasn't thinking. Well, who knows what he was thinking? I mean, there, people say he laughed at the joke initially. <laughs> he, he did. I saw And, uh, the people have speculated that he took one look at Jada rolling her eyes and said, "Uh oh, I better do something, or this 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 chick is going to be upset at me because I laughed at the joke." Right. So right. in order to make up for that, you know, I don't know what's going through his mind. Um, 
there is a time and a place for this kind of thing. I mean, now I've, he has known Chris Rock a long time. They've done I, uh, other things together. Jada's done things with Chris Rock. They did that Madagascar. They know each other. Okay. Well, that that may be I just mean, it. They may not like each other. I don't know what I, history I they, they have don't together. Like each other, but you know, out of respect, he could have pulled Chris Rock to the side afterwards and said, "Yo, man." Why, you know, like, yeah. why are you disrespecting Well, I, you know? I, or he could have done it during, now he didn't know he was going to win, but, you know, I'm sure he knew he'd have ample opportunity to have a microphone and to discuss this. Well, even if he got on stage and grabbed the mic and spoke out, it's very different than getting on stage and hitting someone. Like, you assaulted someone. I agree with you too, Anita. I think like Jada Pinkett Smith does not need anybody to fucking defend her. Like, yeah, she's no. fine. She's she, tough, yeah. she can she's stick a- up for herself. <clears throat> Um, also people are making a lot of the fact that Chris Rock is a, he's not quite as small as I am, but he is not the biggest guy in the world. He's, he's, he's a fairly slight guy, I guess. And Will's a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. And uh, people have made the point over and over on social media that if this had been the rock that made that joke, he wouldn't have slapped it, which I think is likely true, but that's sort of how the world works. And that's why we're not in Russia right now. I'm so happy you Because we know that they could inflict damage. I mean, people don't generally pick fights with people that, that can the destroy thing. them. You, you need to, like, read someone's... I've learned at an early age to read someone's body language, read the situation around me. If you watch... I mean, I watched that at least three times and in slow motion because I couldn't <laughs> believe that really happened. <laughs> But if you look at Will's body language, he gets on stage with his head down, walking as if I know I'm about to do something. This was calculated. He thought. Well, about obviously, when he walked, walked up on stage, yeah, he had made I mean, the decision. He I, nor- it, it wasn't. Not, it's not like he like if you're when you're angry, you rush and it, things happen quickly. You rush the, the rush the stage and, and hit him. You know, he walked calmly over to Chris Rock, had his head down like I know I'm about to do something I'm not supposed to do, smacks him. Then looks up at Chris like, are you going to do something back? And then just walks away. This is t- a total calculated Well, act. I, I don't think anybody he sat is in his debating that, uh, that, I mean, it's not, it, so that when, he knew what he was about to do. Well, but people the, are saying he what? did it out of anger. You know, kind of like, you know, he was so kind of distraught that he didn't know what he was Bullshit. Doing. Well, look, he could have been angry and at the same time calculated. I don't think okay, the two well, are mutually control exclusive. control yourself. But, Fine. We, 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 but that's we're, the, we're all in agreement. But there. that's where the size comes. We're in all in play. agreement you, there. You now we've moved on this. to the to the to the issue of Chris Rock's size and whether he would have ever done this to somebody who he thought might might strike back. This and, is the truth. Size doesn't matter. Okay. The truth is that he knows Chris. He knows Chris is not an aggressive person like that. He knows that Chris would have never. Chris is not like that. He knows that. Would he have done that to Jerry Seinfeld? Well, that's an, Jerry Seinfeld's also not a physical a, person, but he's a white person. So, so, so that's another. There's issue. also that. Yeah. I mean, would he have done this to a white person? Mm. And if not, why not? Um, let me see. Well, <laughs> like I feel like I'm. Like, am I answering all the black questions? No, but um, no, I need it. Well, no, I, 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 I could. I could. First of all, you <laughs> sized people up. He sized him up, okay, before he did this. Uh, right. Yeah. Okay? No. No. Yeah. People know who they can. You know. People know who yeah. they can. Can can pick on what you, you know. can get away with. Uh, yeah, right. yeah, and I, yeah. Well, I'm but, really surprised yeah. that means but, 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 that they asked him to leave and he didn't. Well, leave. Well, well, we get to that. Mortified. We get to that later. I want to address yeah. the issue of whether he would have done this to a white comedian. Jerry Seinfeld being a good person to pick because Jerry Seinfeld's another person that you don't have to worry about hitting you back. Probably, it's hard to imagine Jerry Seinfeld hitting you back, and and certainly hard to imagine Jerry Seinfeld hitting you back effectively. So I don't think that's the right question. Well, it's a very. I think would he have done that to <clears throat> Joe Rogan? 
No, <clears> we, we know the answer I is, mean, like, we, that's why it's the right question, because we know he probably wouldn't have. The question is, is let's talk about the racial aspect of it. Yeah. Would he have done this to a white <clears throat> comic of a similar size and I think profile? he would have, okay? Honestly, yeah. I think he would have. I don't my, think my race gut, has my, anything to My do gut with tells it. me he would not have. No, but, That's but, what my gut tells yeah, me. Yeah, and I also think that if it had been a white person, I do think somebody would have intervened, too, like, for sure. Like, I think that somebody from... Somebody in that yeah. you know, room would have been like, "Oh, we've got to send someone yeah. up." To well, that's that's, make, a, that's you know to stop. Well, that's that, that's, that's perhaps why yeah. my gut tells me he wouldn't have hit a white comic, and I'll, and for the following reasons: number one, he might have felt the repercussions would have been greater. That did that he was taking it to a level that, <laughs> rightly or wrongly, he might have felt that to hit a white man would have been would have had greater repercussions. Number so that's, disgusting. That's so sad. Uh, well, I don't know if that's true. That's a, that's a supposition. No, 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 I know. Number, it's number, number two, he might have... I think sometimes people are just... When it's your own community, you feel more betrayed, and it, it cuts deeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it's somebody who's outside your community, you don't have... You're not close to, and I don't... I'm assuming he has no relationship with, with, um, with uh, Seinfeld, and you're like, whatever. You know, I don't know. I think guy. you make a valid point. If it's someone in your own community, your brotherhood, you feel a little more. But <clears throat> I mean, we're talking about a G.I. Jane joke. This was not that. Yeah, yeah. The, the joke was, I mean, when I was like, who wrote that day to ass reference? Like, I, I mean, I had to go look it. I was like, what year did that movie? Well, uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't know year? how old you are, but when you're, I'm not going to ask. No, I'm. <laughs> grown um <laughs> but, i mean i i remember I, when it came i think that this is i think that this is an interesting point too because people like somebody suggest said to me yeah what the fu- what the fuck is he making a joke about a 25 uh, year old movie yeah i said you know chris is so old and he's not much older than me we're so old that we forget how long ago this shit was <laughs> And that movie was about 20 years it ago came out let me tell you no, it was 25 years ago but the point is when you're a certain yeah. age it goes so time goes so quickly and things pass that you forget that these dated references are dated. Right. And I do that too sometimes on stage. I'll throw out a reference. Well, I threw out a Hogan's Heroes reference, <laughs> uh, which is a lot more extreme. But you do forget how old you are, and you forget that to a young person, twenty five years is a long time. You think Chris dated himself? You mean? I mean, like Jaden? I think Chris. I think Chris in his mind didn't realize that half the audience. For half the audience, he might as well have said um, Mrs. Minivere, you know, or, or one of those movies. <laughs> but you know, who, who wrote the joke? Like, y'all, that, well, he, that's what I'm curious just, about. I, I think like, it was just uh, off the Yeah, it might have been off the cuff. I think it was off the Because I know people keep saying, um, I, I keep, I mean, the internet, you know, people are like, no, it was, you know, it was a staff joke. It was somebody wrote it. And I'm like, who? I don't know. I, like, I think it was off the cuff. First of all, Jada looked amazing and beautiful, even with that bald head. Well, you know, that's another point that's been made is that. Is it an insult to compare somebody to G.I. Jane? No, because Demi Moore was just beautiful as well. Yeah. But I also think that for, you know, even though it is sort of ridiculous that a woman rocking a bald head is a statement, whether or not you have a medical condition or not, showing up to that kind of an event with a shaved head, 
as her daughter did, I- imagining in support of her, that is a statement. So the fact that but it many attracts women attention, now shave their heads, but it's, it's total. I almost did it. I mean, I had a crew cut. For like, I know, but it's a thing. Like people still are like, oh shit, that girl has a shaved head. With a guy, nobody even bats an eye when they see it. So it's not that. I sh- think it's a little less now. It's more it is fashionable less to have, but it's still a statement, right? That, that, yeah. Well, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's a bold look for a woman. Yeah, it's yeah, bold. It's obvious. bold, and so it's not that <clears throat> shocking that it would attract attention, right? Right. Do, and, do, and from Jada, Jada's bold and outspoken. Right. And, what would you, know? you say if I was uh, 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 in general comics um, picking on the picking on women in the audience? As a general, this is a different context. It's people that kind of all know each other. But as a general matter, if I were to make a comment about a woman being heavy or being tall or being short. Or, or, or anything. What would you say about that? Would would you would you say that that was appropriate? I think that in general, I think talking about somebody's appearance is not that interesting or compelling. And you know, making like a fat joke about somebody in the audience is, I think, in really bad taste. I would never do that. But um, so yeah, it wasn't the greatest joke, but like that, you know. Again, well, but there's a there's a difference because he was comparing it to a woman that one could argue, look very attractive. Sure. So I'm just making a separate point that is going after a woman's looks. No, it's not As cool. a general matter, something that a comic should never do. I don't know if it's never do, but I think it's like if that's what you have to resort to, like you should have better material. I think it just depends. <laughs> I think it depends. Like, I mean, I, I personally, I mean, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to trash anybody's appearance in the audience or, or anything, but if someone says something to me, mm-hmm. then I feel pretty good about being like, all right, I'm gonna say something very accurate and specific if <laughs> to. But if if they but I'm not just gonna start. Right. Like that, that makes sense. Yeah. But but typically at these events they roast each other. Everybody, yeah. They roast and people all the time. It's a different environment. What if right. you had heard Dan, you know Dan Adaman uh, there was a there was a woman in the front row and she her teeth were all in all fucked up and she said hey you got summer teeth Dan Adams said you got summer teeth summer here summer there <laughs> and, and I certainly didn't I would write. be like she's on meth and, and the boyfriend <laughs> and the boyfriend smacked me would you would, would you rush to my defense yes or would you say maybe they shouldn't have smacked Dan but I mean, no, was, she shouldn't have sat in the front row. Listen, with, with those teeth, with, with those summer teeth. Yeah, she don't you sit don't, in the front row. You with don't summer have teeth. all your teeth. You sit in the back. Oh, she had all her teeth. She had all her teeth. <laughs> they were just in. They were okay. just not uh, you, uh, crooked. You know, they were crooked. Teeth are summer teeth. You have well, summer teeth. We're gonna get canceled. You sit in the back in the dark. We're gonna get canceled. And you don't sip from your drink. I would have if if I had heard that a comic. You just. If I heard if if I heard a story about a comic that made fun of a woman in the front row's teeth and got smacked, I would say. What a dummy for going there. I, I I wouldn't have defended the the SmackDown, but I would have said this is really an idiot. Oh come on! First of all, you shouldn't have got hit, and in a comedy no, but but club, I would, but it's they're, very they're, different. The I understand, but what's, we're changing the topic just a little bit because I think it's oh. it's a conversation that might be of some interest to people. <clears throat> is as a comedian <clears throat> to make fun of a woman's looks is just something I don't know that I would ever go there unless it was if, if she was wearing a weird dress something that didn't have to do with a permanent physical you know condition. the question is do comedians do that i've been around a long time i've seen them generally do speaking we don't okay. go after female appearance what i've seen I'm, when they're they're out of material and they're looking for stuff they'll look for anything to say i've seen comedians do but that. but typically I give the right 
for someone to get up and smack Typically no. not a comedian's, a, a female's appearance. That's almost never done. It, I didn't know that never was done. a rule, Dan. It's not a rule. It's just prudence. Prudence dictates you don't want to get your ass whooped. Just saying. I didn't know that was a rule. There's I, no rule. I the rule that, is, what do you think the audience will accept? What will get you laughs? And what comedy, will get you groans? And what might, might possibly get you hit? Because In comedy, everything's on the table. I've heard... Bad well, jokes. Do you remember when Disney had that alligator? I forget which comedian. Yes, yeah, Samarill. Oh God! Yeah. Oh, this, oh, this is a terrible, classic story. I thought, oh my God, this is the day after it hit the news, and he joked about this alligator eating this baby. I mean, do you remember that? The worst yes, I remember. Thing. What was the joke? I, mean, I forgot the joke, but it was a joke about an alligator that mm-hmm. I guess killed a two-year-old or a. I mean, it's it's. It's mm-hmm. terrible, but no one jumped on the stage to smack him. You know what I mean? It's like, but I'm, I'm just sure saying, if you go, if you go downstairs and you watch shows, you will, you, you could probably go years without seeing a a male comedian or a female comedian making fun of a female comedian's physical appearance. It's just something a female typical, audience, yeah, a female audiences. I'm sorry, appearance. Mm-hmm. It's just something you only make we, fun of the males. Is that what you're saying? I I typically don't, but yes, people do make fun of, are more likely to make fun of a male's appearance. I have called out men that are bald because I have a joke about being bald, ironically. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, <laughs> well, I, don't I, use it on Jada. Um, and uh, I will, in a lighthearted way, say, you know, I, I heard they're going to cure baldness. Sir, I'm not looking at you necessarily, but I heard they're going to cure. And, and then I go into my joke about curing baldness. But I must say that I don't know if I want to do that. That anymore because <laughs> well, it's now in my head, you know. Well, did you know that uh, Will Smith made a joke about this on the Arsenio? Yeah, show? The, years ago I saw and that. And it clip. didn't go over well either. Yeah, but you know, male baldness and female baldness are obviously different. For a female, it can be devastating if if it's not a, a on purpose thing. And it, she is losing her hair. It certainly can be devastating. Okay, so it's I'm devastating. Not... The Holocaust was devastating. Also, Larry David <laughs> opened up Saturday Night Live with a joke about it. Yeah, I, I, I'm just saying that. Look, losing. I, I just saying that whether show. I'm just saying that getting my ass whooped is something that has crossed my mind. And I don't want to be rude. And I also don't want to hurt people. So anyway, the point has been made that now it's open season on comics. I've seen this point made. I haven't made it, but the point has been made that this is a bad precedent. Are yes. you, do you feel more vulnerable? We only have one comic here tonight. No, besides I me, I don't. I don't feel vulnerable. And what am I? No, I don't. Oh, I forgot. Uh, Periel does do comedy. <laughs> okay, so to our to our comedians, Periel, who's a relatively new comic but a comic nonetheless, Fair and enough. to Mia, do you feel that this endangers con- to let him get away with this to not have arrested him or at least thrown him out let uh, it puts comics in greater danger well, well let me just say this i'll, I'll this okay now I, I have when i saw it initially i was like oh no like this might be something that people will feel free to do but then i then I, the more i thought about it i was like no I, I think people in real life who are regular people who are not millionaires because that's the other thing i've been saying about all of this is where i'm like all this shit that they did, that's above my pay grade. I don't really have any... That's why I don't really have a lot to say about it because I'm like, that's rich people shit. I'm not a rich person, but I do know a regular person that's just sitting in the audience that's making regular money. They know that the threat of getting their ass whipped is real. So I'm like, I don't think anybody in the audience... I mean, I think they might... Oh, that's interesting. They might feel like it, but I'm like, you're not really going to come up here on stage because I'm six feet tall. And I, even though I don't fight... I'm like I'll punch a bitch in the face. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't want to do it. But I, I don't think it's gonna cause a rash of people to start coming on stage. I mean, 
I think, and people are always going to heckle, but I, I don't think they're going to look at Will Smith and be like, oh, now I can can do that thing too. I, I just don't think that's going to happen. I just, I don't think, I think regular people are like, Perry L, I can you, see you outside. I so. think you made a valid point. He's rich and he's privileged. I mean, even when you walked in and said, hey, they asked him to leave and he was like, no, I'm not leaving. <laughs> Only some rich, privileged black man is going to be like, no, what you going to do? Or rich, privileged people, period. Yeah, Because like, the rich people yeah. problems yeah, are, I, agree I mean, with that. they're just so different. It's not. Yeah. Somebody yeah. said Very it was intense. white well, privilege. Well, it was, was that? Well, somebody, I was, I don't remember who made the joke, uh, but somebody said it was what Will Smith was having white privilege. Well, I mean, the truth <laughs> is I have heard stories of comedians that have been assaulted very rarely. You know, every... I don't know how many years I'll hear a story of this comedian got hit. Um, I did see a comedian here, right here at the Comedy Cellar wasn't hit, but was threatened. I think Kurt Metzger might have been either hit or threatened. Um, it does happen, but I don't think that this is going to make it happen more. I don't think we're going to look at, at Wilson. Oh, now we can hit people now. No, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't see in, that connection. In, in all the years that I've been doing stand-up, I've only... I've had one person walk on a stage while I was performing. And I and I thought about this in the past couple of days. And it was a college show. And I remember just standing there. And, I, and the kid wasn't even there the whole time. So it wasn't like I had been messing with anybody or saying anything. But kid's in the back of the room. And he just is kind of standing there and nodding his head to the side. And I could see him, you know. And I was like, what is this person doing? And then I start seeing them approaching the stage. And in my head, I'm like, this kid isn't really going to walk on stage while I remember, but as soon as he got closer, like my insides, I did, I definitely started going like, Oh boy, I got to start. I got to, I might have to fight this child. Like I might have to, I was like, I might have to fight somebody's kid because I don't know what this kid is doing. And so, um, and my boyfriend happened to be on the stage and he was off to the side and he kept, and we both kept giving each other the eye. Like, what do we, what do you do? Like, what do we, what do we do right here? And then like the kid keeps coming, coming and he gets this close in front of like walks while I'm performing. And then I was like, Yo, like, what is going on? And he walks off the stage, comes back again and walks behind me. And I was like, is somebody going to get this kid? I said, because I said, if nobody from this school, if there's no security, I'm like, if there's no student advisor, I'm like, somebody that works with school, if you don't get this kid and he touches me, I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm like, this isn't going to be good for any of us. But in my head, a bunch of things were going through my head because I was like, man, like, if this does not go well, then these people are going to report me, you know, to my agency. They're going to be like, she fought a child. <laughs> you know, it's going to be all these different. But, but a bunch of stuff is going through your head. You're like, who's here protecting Who's here? Yeah. And then finally, when he got ready to come back a third time, then the person that worked at the college was like, no, no, no. You I can see them like you can't you can't go back up there. And I'm like, and you shouldn't have been able to do it of in the course. first place. But I mean, but but in literally in all the years I've been doing stand up, that's the only time that that's ever happened. Hey, thanks. All right. Okay. All right. Ugh. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be disgusted immediately. Okay. I'm sorry. It's just hot and I got damp titties. So that's. Can you can you tell I'm a gigantic black lady? Can you tell? The people are. Oh wow. Just fucking. Not even nice about it. Oh yeah, bitch. You're a giant ass bitch. Like that's what you. No, it's no, it's fine. Cause I did ask the question. I am. I am a very giant lady. I'm, um, no, I'm, I'm six feet tall, and um, I have a boyfriend who's six four. And um, okay, there you go. Look at you being impressed about a man you don't even know. I like it. You could be the worst person, but you just celebrating his height. I like it. 
No, no, he's fine. No, he's a solid person. But this is the this is what I have to deal with though. With, because I am a tall woman, I don't have height privilege. So like smaller women, your life is good. Like, cause I can't I can't play fight with this man. I can't wrestle with him. Like I don't think you understand. If I walk down the hall with a pillow, I'm a legitimate threat. Okay. Cause. This is the size I always am, so I don't know. You know, I think I'm being all cute, like, ooh, let's play. And he's like, stand down, bitch. You know, this to be a pillow fight, not a domestic dispute. What are you doing? So that's, and, and then like, I don't, I don't know what it's like to ever be the little spoon, cause I'm just too damn big for it. So when we cuddle, we don't spoon, we knife. So we're very much like this the whole time and he's a very skinny man so his whole body feels like an elbow <laughs> so he's just he's just very very uncomfortable as a person so he is it's very hard to love uh, and and this this is another like it doesn't matter if a man is shorter or taller than me they get very intimidated okay because I dated somebody who was taller than him who just told me one day, he was like, I'm gonna be straight up. If we get into a scuffle and the cops come, they're gonna look at you and they're gonna say, this is fair. <laughs> I was like, wow, like, bitch, have you been planning to fight me? Like, how long have you been thinking about this? Cause this is very upsetting. <sighs> and, and my height also is making people think I have a lot of authority. So people talk to me a lot. I get a lot of people asking me questions every day. And I think it's because I'm from the South and I also have a welcoming bosom. So <laughs> people just feel good. I get a lot of sideways hugs, you know, like a lot of, a lot of that because people want to be cradled. So <clears throat> but it makes sense, I get it. But um, a lot of people ask me for directions at least once a day. Somebody's asking me and I'm like, you shouldn't trust me because I can see two blocks over, okay? like. Don't, don't rely on me, because I will point you in the wrong direction on purpose. <sighs> but one day, so I am leaving Nordstrom Rack, okay? I got a bunch of bags in my hand. This woman runs up to me off the street and she goes, why is the train down? <laughs> I said, I, 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 don't, I, I, don't, I don't know, I've been inside and not underground. <laughs> So why are you asking me? Cause I, I, I don't know. And also I'm not wearing a uniform. Okay. Like there's, there's that. And so then I just had this moment where I had to look at myself and I was like, Oh no, I have a transit informational shaped body. You're like, Oh, Oh my God. Oh, Oh my God. I, I am shaped like a bitch that knows train schedules and the maintenance of the schedules. And I thought my titties were better than that. And when they're not, I have trained titties. So I just, I just accepted that about myself. And, and then she wouldn't leave though. It's like, she would not move. Like she, so I'm, I'm trying to move and she's still just kind of standing there. And I'm like, okay, I said, are you going inside or not? And she goes, oh, I'm going in. I said, well, then you need to stand clear of the closing doors. <laughs> I'm sorry,
and I will say this, like this, the cellar is probably the only place where I feel like I'd be fine because well, other clubs yeah. don't care at all. Yeah, like it's we, other we places. Yeah. Nobody yeah. has security yeah. except for the cellar. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you perform at other clubs and literally anything can anything. happen. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. literally anything. And you're just fucked. Yeah. But, uh, really? but even then it do- usually doesn't. Well, can you imagine? But it, ha- ha- but it has. And can you sometimes imagine how it, um, Chris felt on the stage? He's like, okay, well, well, well he walked uh, up here and you actually and, hear him go, uh-oh. Like, well, he, he didn't know what to expect. Happened? I don't think he you know? thought he didn't see that coming. I don't no, think he, he saw that coming. That. But when it happens, I'm pretty sure he felt like somebody out there is going to protect me. This is the yeah. Academy Awards. And they did nothing. Well, let this man sit through. The I don't think I mean, the guys, they, they the certainly didn't. Of- this is Will Smith. This is a huge Hollywood star. You're, the fact that he went up on stage, what are you going to do? Tackle him? You, you don't even know what he's about to do. I they probably think, thought they probably thought these are two old friends, and he's just gonna go. Yeah. He's, he's just gonna come up to Chris and go, "Dude, you're out of line," or whatever. Right. Or they were gonna do but some it, skit together. It's crazy. Nobody, it's just so nobody crazy. anticipated that. A bunch, like I said, a bunch of stuff will go through your head in that moment. Yeah. I mean, like, I, but, I, but I was, Chris yeah. probably thought, "Yeah, all right." I mean, it's just Will like, Smith. He's not gonna hit me. Yeah, yeah, I know I, this I, guy. He's not yeah. gonna hit me. Unless there's some background shit, I know that they've had, I think, issues in the past because, well, Chris did make a joke about Jade about four years ago or something. It was the 2016 Oscars. Yeah, or yeah. six years ago. So so maybe maybe they have had words. I don't know what their relationship is. Uh, another another aspect of this that I want to get to, and then I think maybe we've, we've hit every point, is uh, rec- uh, recently, um, well, it's all been recently, um, Jim Carrey said, expressed disgust that people gave Will a standing ovation when he won the Oscar. At a minimum, they should not have given him a standing ovation. They should have uh, uh, expressed some degree of, you know, uh, of, of disapproval. And it seemed like they did the opposite. They they were on his side and they gave him a standing ovation. We're do talking you, about Hollywood here. Do you agree with Jim Carrey? Yes, absolutely. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Hollywood is... I mean, Look at Hollywood. They protected pedophilia for all these years. They protected Harvey Weinstein. They protected Cosby. Come on. Yeah. You think but, they were but, n- but now we're dealing with two huge stars. So, you know, they that they have to take sides one way or the other, and they they appear to take the side of Will. I mean, yeah, they've taken the side of everybody else. I mean, so I'm not surprised that there was a standing ovation. Yeah, because it's like all these other people, what, Roman Polanski has an Oscar, mm-hmm. you know, Woody Allen, all these different people, like, they... they they're not. They don't not. actually care. Have, has anybody care. seen that? <laughs> yeah, they don't yeah, care. Yeah, but like the, they don't the care. people in the audience are, are the, their peers. You know what I mean? Yeah. There are the people who are supposed to have your back and Well, but they're protected. Chris's peers and they're and Will's that's peers. That's right. And that's what's so disturbing is when they got up. I, I was disappointed at that in many ways because it's in Hollywood, I kind of feel like nobody has an opinion. They just go with what they think everybody else is doing, which is shitty. You know what I mean? Yeah, they want to keep working, whatever it is. They don't want to upset anybody, and they just go with the flow. It's like nobody has the courage to stand up for what's right. What would what should the academy have? uh, They should have escorted. Should have escorted him out. Yes, Yes. and if necessary, with security. Yes, yes, a hundred percent. They should have stopped the whole. I mean, like as soon as it happened, they should have just cut the the feed. Like they should have just been like. You put up one of those Oscars, we'll be back in a in a Like, you do something. There's so like, many ways. Look, yeah. I own a com- comedy club. I I would have walked over. I want to tell exactly what I would have done. I would have had someone walk over and say, Mr. Smith, we need to take you to the back to have a conversation with you. Him first. And then everyone else after. Say, listen, we can't allow you to return back into that room because of A, B, C, and D. They could have said, look, if you win an Oscar, Baldy, I mean your wife... <laughs> 
can can uh, can 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 uh, receive it for you. Yeah. Right. That's a great. So we'll question. have someone else receive it for you. And and they didn't do that. I mean, how? I mean, what do you mean refuse? That's and a great question, though, Juanita. What would you do we if that happens like in that the club? All the time. We have shows all the time. We try not to disrupt the show, and I get them trying not to disrupt the show. It's live. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have said, "Listen, hey, we're throwing you out." I would have said, "Listen, we need to take come to the back. We need to have a talk with you." And at that moment, when he's not in front of everyone, I would have said, "Listen, we can't allow you back in here because of you know." Whatever. Well, what if now? Of course, we do have stars of that stature that come here to the comedy cellar. Say, Chris Rock is on stage. Will Smith is in the audience. Will smacks Chris Rock. Yeah. Here at the comedy cellar. Yeah. She, she yeah, just yeah. said that's what you, she would you, have done. You. Absolutely. That's what I would have done. But, you know, that didn't happen at the Academy Awards. I mean, Denzel Washington, all these other actors went over to talk to Will. And th- that was strange to me. I mean, the Academy Awards is not paying them to be security there. You know, they should have had someone walk over to him and say, listen, I need you to come to the back so we can have a quick talk. You know, you don't want to upset him any further. Obviously, he was upset and he was enraged, whatever it is. And then while he's out of the room, say, listen, we can't let you back in there. We yeah. do that all the time. It's like 101. Yeah, you know? I, it, like, it really is. It's pretty standard operating procedure. Standard, but the idea of that. leading, a, the idea of if it had come to uh, police or, or some sort of security force, Forcing Will out of the auditorium. The idea of a black man being led. No, I don't think they should have done that. Well, but that might have been in their minds that this is might be what it comes to. Could have been just, like I said, it could have just been a cut the feed so we can address this. Because again, but, rich people should. But, what, so, what, but, but if, I mean, Will, if Will had refused <laughs> to leave the room, as I guess he did according to the latest. That's what the article says. Well, should yeah. they have physically removed him? Or, or the idea of no, physically yeah, removing no. a black <laughs> icon <laughs> from the room would have no. been... No. It could have just been yes. A, get him the fuck out of there. No, he just you're not going to physically remove no. anyone. Yeah. I think well, you just assaulted somebody. Well, Juanita, well, if you're not going to physically remove him, then we're back to square one because apparently they asked him. I'm, I'm telling you, 99 percent of the time, what I first said works. Yeah, I don't know what's going to talk happen. to someone. Listen, yeah. we're going to have a quick talk. Your family's still sitting there, and you just get them out one at a time. It's like, listen, this is this is what. Listen, even worse. <sighs> He, he posted all those things on Instagram, went to an after party, partied up like nothing was wrong. You know what I mean? Like, there is no real consequences for this man. And yeah. the most egregious thing is that he was dancing to Getting Jiggy With It, which is one of the worst songs of all time. <laughs> <laughs> was so angry. I was like, Ugh. Well, is it worse than... Ugh. Uh, than, than, than his song from back in the 80s, Parents Don't Understand? What was that song? No, no, no. That's different. That song, anything he did up until summertime, solid. <laughs> Anything getting jiggy with it, and like that was that was disgusted. That's what I, I was like. Ugh. Like you can that song. That's what you choose to celebrate, jiggy. Ugh, gross. But also, Ugh, I hate it. Mia made a really good point <laughs> that about protecting black women as <clears throat> something that we sort of glossed over, which I think is worth discussing because I was on CBS News uh, discussing this. Yeah, yesterday or the day before, which makes me, as I said, an authority figure on this. <laughs> but Wally Collins was one of the comics who was on the thing with me. And he said if he really wanted to protect his black woman, what he should have done was taken Jada's head and given it a kiss. 
mm-hmm. and not reacted in mm-hmm. violence. And I feel like there's this trope, and it's very common in domestic violence also, that you triggered me. It's your fault that I hit you. If you hadn't done that, then I would not have hit you or yelled at you or whatever. And it's really inexcusable to put your hands on another person in that way. And I think that at the end of the day, that is really just the fucking bottom line. Well, I'm happy that you're talking about that because I think Will has a little bit of PTSD. Like I come from a home, we talked about this, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know, but come from a home that had a lot of domestic violence mm-hmm. and drug abuse and things like that. And he, Will and Jada both grew up in that type of home too. Will grew up in a home where he watched his dad beat up his mother. He was a child. He couldn't really do anything. About right. It. But um, these kinds of things, you don't get cured from it. I, I, that, <clears throat> that lives and stays with you every single day. That lives and stays with me every single day. I deal with that every single day. Um, and it's something that he needs to work on. Yeah. You know, this is this is kind of what you go to therapy for, what he's always what they're always talking about on their show, you know, the healing and, you know. Letting this, it got so out of hand, and I do feel bad for him because I knew I know that they come from this abusive home. Yeah, but, I uh, can I can sympathize with that, but I I don't think that it's still inexcusable. Well, what, right? So what 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 consequences, if any, do you think should be uh, dealt out to to Will Smith? He apologized. I'll take what did work. he type something on fucking Instagram? Okay, fine, fine. Then and what what the more what that... more do you feel should be done? If, if you feel the apology, there has to be consequences. The Academy Awards should not invite him back. I think that it should be done. There should I don't know, but there should be some sort of ramification. Especially if they asked him to leave and he didn't want to leave, and I mean, it's just a buildup of. Hey. Mia, you say uh, you say what? What are my thoughts? Well, uh, <laughs> he should go sit in the corner for an hour. What would be a pro- what would be appropriate what? to? He should be banned. <laughs> what would be appropriate? I mean, uh, I mean the. This thing in general, I mean, it's, like I said, it's a big, big, gigantic mess. But this is also just, it's, there's this industry thing. There's this, like, that has all been ruined for years. It's all a cesspool in general. So I Mm -hmm. think just the way that people think about what's the quote-unquote appropriate way to do something with all that industry stuff swirling around, I don't think that they even know what the right way to handle any of this kind of stuff is. Because, again, nobody was expecting. Th- I mean, nobody expects to get slapped anyway. I mean, I do because I'm in New York and I just figure somebody might slap me. <laughs> one day. But just in general, you know, like at an event like that, you you don't think that's going to happen. And you certainly don't think that Will Smith is going to be the person to slap anyone just because of how he's carried himself throughout his entire career. But I'm saying, I think just because Hollywood, again, like you were just saying, like they protect everybody, like monsters have been protected. So it's like, if they don't know how to handle something that's really like despicable and disgusting, then they're probably like, well, what's a slap? What do we do? When a, right. A, what, do we do? what do we do here? Like we, well, we let rapists have Oscars. So how do we, well, we'll do we'll we'll, we'll handle it all the same way because I, I just don't it's like I think the Hollywood stuff like it's just not normal like it's not it's not the same thought process that we would have as regular people that are going around living in everyday life where we're like oh this thing should have consequences when you have money 
consequence what are consequences really right. when you have money what there are none right. well there except, are none. Except, except jail I mean, yeah, yeah there but there are none even, like he he won an oscar there are no consequences well he'll, i suppose they could they could uh, they could st- they could ban him for life from future he could still not, win didn't didn't, right? didn't roman polanski win when he wasn't there he can still win He'll still get work. He's not going to not get work. I have a question. There are no consequences. Yes. So Chris Rock did not press charges. I mean, we all saw this. I mean, I saw it three times slow motion on TV. I mean, don't you think that the cops could have arrested him anyway? I mean, you don't have to because a a little bit of legal theory here. Yes. A criminal case is, is, is there's no plaintiff. It's between the state and the accused. The state of California and Will Smith in this case. They don't need Chris Rock. He doesn't even need to testify. It's all on tape. So the DA has to decide, do we press, do we prosecute? It's really the DA that presses charges, not mm. people use the term press charge. That just means I'm going to complain. I'm going to be a witness. Right. Um, so, so the DA has to decide. They don't need Chris Rock to press no, charges. No, they, they don't. They can arrest him they if, can they arrest them if they wanted to. But the DA has a lot, the DA's got a lot of shit that they got to do. So they got to make decisions. Do we really want to, Spend the time and the resources to go after something that's that's small potatoes that even the victim doesn't seem to care about. I mean, if Chris, well, Jim Carrey said that he would have sued him for two hundred million dollars. Well, that's a suit. That's a lawsuit. And a lawsuit is a separate thing. That's a civil suit. That's a civil suit. It's not criminal. And and I don't think Chris is going to do that. I don't think Chris is. No, he said he's not. No, I I I think he would. Said he's not suing. What What if this was all just? He's not Jewish. A new season of Red Table Talk. What if that was? Well, I don't know. They tried to have a spinoff on that show. They tried to have like what is Red Table Talk? That's Jada's show. Listen, I I love that show because they really lay it all out on the table. They talk about all this personal stuff within their family. They do, which is very weird. Well, apparently they have an open. But I kind of appreciate it because I'm kind of like, oh my god, do you believe it though? Yes, I do. They have an open so open weird. marriage, apparently. Yeah. This I mean, is obviously her, her what everybody's talking about. Her mom and her daughter are on this show. Her mom was a former drug addict. And so, and they talk about all this stuff on the show, and I think it's real and it's really open. I, I enjoyed that. They tried to do a spinoff with Gloria Stefan and, and her family. Oh, they did. Yeah, okay. it was terrible. Uh, vaguely, I remember. And Emilio Estefan? No, not Emilio. Just the women. Oh. You know, the, the show is for women. Oh, okay. It's a the women host. Somebody. Like, it's, it's the grandma, the mom, and the daughter. I wonder if they were just like, yeah, it's time for us to get a new season. So let's kick this off with a great episode. Well, this this, I'm, this I'm, is I'm, the I'm, way to me? do it. I don't think, I mean, people have, uh, you know, uh, I'm just hypothesized that it was staged, but I certainly so don't think that was the So on the show, they have laid out all kinds of stuff about them. Even the affair that mm-hmm. Jada had is on the Entanglement. Show. Yeah, she called the it an entanglement. entanglement. And it's like you're worried about a joke about her bald head. Well, look, yeah, I mean, people so have I made mean, that point, but. I don't. I don't know that the two things are related. Well, they, they have, have right? a. They have a understanding that they can have extramarital sex. That's between them. I. No, I, I don't think true. either one of them are happy. I mean, if yeah. you saw this episode where they're talking about this, you see Will's. Yeah. I mean, he looks like. Yes, that was. He looks terrible. Yes, he was not okay with that. Not okay with it. I think that. Well, yeah. Anyway, you know, I think we have pretty well covered the subject because I do because there are some other things going on that I do want to discuss and we. Don't have too much time. But first of all, um, uh, well, I want to give uh, Mia a chance if she has anything she wants to plug. <laughs> Guys, I'm starting a new show called Blue Table Talk um, where oh, we will. Not... <laughs> Let's do it. No, um, no, no, I'm not. I'm not starting anything. Um, <laughs> well, I will be in Las Vegas next week at uh, April 4th through the 11th. 
At the Rio, Mia, you've done that, right? I have done. Yeah, we did it together pre-pandemic. Oh, that's correct. We did. That's correct. Yeah. I'll be there with Jackie Fabulous this time. Okay. Right. And yeah. some and Michael Yo, I think, is going to be there from Vegas. Yeah, it's nice. a good time. I was there during Christmas and did a um, week, so it was fun. Okay. Although my boyfriend didn't catch COVID afterwards. He did. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah, that was I, which, and I didn't, which was very crazy. But yeah, we were. Yeah. Yeah. Is it like a mini vacation? Do you get to catch the I, shows I, in between your show? Like no, no it's not a mini vacation. Yeah, I, don't get any time. yeah I, get to, I do more stuff. Like if I do stuff, it's just during the day just because even, you know, the shows are what, seven and, are they seven? Seven and nine. nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't really get, get a chance to, to you know, but it's still it's still a good time. If, like, if it's and, warm out, I mean, I don't know what the temperature is going to be next week. I guess pretty warm. I don't know if the pools are going to be open. But I, I'm I sure did, they are. One time I did go to the desert with uh, Pete Lee and uh, Dove Davidoff. And walked it a like a little hike. The red the rock desert. thing. Uh, I'm not sure what it was. It was, it, you know, and and. Did you guys do drugs in the desert? That's what no they peyote do. They or something. Yeah, desert, yeah. Right? Don't they? Uh, peyote or that other thing that everybody's talking about. Yeah, I know. What, what other thing are they talking? About? <laughs> um, I know that. But know it's not word. a vacation, as far as I'm concerned. It's yeah. it's a job. Still working. Okay. Um, Alec, not Alec, I was about to say Alec Baldwin. Uh, Bruce Willis is apparently retiring from acting mm, yeah. because he was diagnosed with aphasia, which, as I understand it, is usually a consequence of a stroke or a tumor, uh, that, but we don't have those details. We just know that he has aphasia, which is some sort of, I guess... Uh, you lose the ability, lose the ability to, to recognize language. Or something yeah. like that. Um, oh, wow. And so, he's, he's, he's 67, a relatively young Yeah. Well, isn't it man. time for him to retire, don't you think? I mean... No, I don't know if it's ever time to retire, if you can still do the job. How many die-hard movies can you come out with? Well, I he mean, can do some other movies, you know. I mean, um, I know. you know, um, we got some siren going on in the background. But, um, I mean, Jack Nicholson went you know, into his 70s, I guess, and, and Gene Hackman and a lot of people yeah, continue. He's still, he, still working. He, he doesn't have to be the leading man or the, the action hero. He can morph into other roles that are more appropriate for that age. It, it, you know, and I, uh, if he wants to, but, but, yeah. uh, so it's, it's, it's obviously quite sad. Um, yeah, Bruce Willis is amazing. Remember him on what was that show with Sybil Shepard? Moonlighting. Well, that was his, that, that was yeah, his, I didn't uh, remember that. Now, Mia, uh, uh, you can't possibly be old enough to have I watched Moonlighting. I used to watch that. Yeah. I was a kid when it was out. Yeah. I watched Moonlighting. I will not confirm or deny my age, but yes, <laughs> I, I um, did see it. I, I mean, never I remember it as a kid. I, I never really watched it because I think it was on at 10. Was I it watched it, was, it. I love that show. Was it on at 10 p.m.? Yeah. So, I mean, I, it was a little later than I was typically up in those days. Um, but uh, but I was a big, big show. Yeah. I mean, I'm, was it on at 10? Can I? Can somebody confirm that? Wasn't it on, I, can I think it was an it. ABC show, I think. Vague, I think. Yeah, I but I think he's most show. famous for those diehard movies. Yeah. You know? But that's what started him off. Sense. Oh, yeah, that was a yeah, great movie, right? a great movie. It's yeah. really sad. It really is. Like, you see somebody, he's so, like, um, spry and in such, I don't know, kind of like the prime of his life almost. And... Is that is that what they consider your primes? I don't know. No. Well, but... not really the prime, but he's still young enough. <laughs> yeah. And we all know people in that age bracket that are still very dynamic. <clears throat> yeah. But he did yeah, have some can be, yeah. You um, know. 
Well, most people that are 67 are still very well. Yeah, I mean, that's like pretty young. Uh, you know, it's still very, very much. No, white men don't age well. So it's like. It's true. Well, they might not age well physically, but. Is... but uh, <laughs> and, and, and Look, we know somebody. You know, George's partner is. I mean, uh, Noam's partner is about that age. Yeah, George is an exception. He's not an exception. He, yes. He's not, not an many, exception. Many... Six, 67, usually you still have all your. Ma- George is an exception insofar as his enthusiasm for life. He's very fit. He is. But he I don't plays tennis. He's had knee surgery. I mean, that man is so fit. But I mean, Bruce Willis looks, seems like he was pretty fit too. No, not lately. I just no. saw him here actually not really? that long ago. No, yeah. Really? He was at the cellar? Yeah, with Jeff Ross and uh David really? Hell. Yeah. Oh wow. He was like oh, playing like the he didn't look old flute to you? or something. What? And, yeah, I'm not kidding. <laughs> He's a or the, re- or the recorder or something. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I think he does play. Um, yeah, here he they the were recorder. doing bumping mics. Wow, oh, that's interesting. At the Village Underground. That was How did a I not long hear about time ago. That? It was bright. It wasn't that long ago. It was like less than five years ago. It was before COVID. Things can change in five years. He did not look old. Number one, he. I don't know. I've always thought Bruce Willis was pretty sexy, I gotta say. Really? You got the hots for Bruce? Well, not really, but... Um, you know, obviously, I mean... he was sexy. That's why he was in so many movies. They don't put you as the leading man in action movies if That's people true. don't think you're sexy. That Fair enough. True. I don't know. I don't like um, older, well, white, bold men. I don't think they're sexy. Well, first of all, he wasn't always older. He was. I mean, he was, he was in no. his 30s he during Moonlight. He older. He was balding at a very First young age. First of all, you are married to an older white man. Yeah, what? <laughs> what are you eating? We have been together like 28 years. I mean, I've seen him when he had lots of hair and now his hair is thinning. I mean, that, you know, I don't know. He's very, my husband's very attractive. Don't try to get me in trouble. <laughs> Once again, just to remind our listeners, her husband is our own Noam Dorman. Do you, f- I mean, you know, you, you, Noam My is, husband's very sexy. No, Noam is very much into and politics. And he plays guitar. That's just extremely sexy. Noam, Noam is very much into politics. Right now he is, uh, he is around the corner at a debate. Ignore, uh, for, shirking for, his responsibilities here. Fair enough. But uh, do, is that something that, that you find attractive about Noam? Or is that something that you don't- The politics? The politics. His, no. his interest in politics. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> Especially, we don't really share the same politics. We have like completely different backgrounds. It's crazy. But I love that he's this sexy guitar player. So it's the guitar, the guitar playing. Absolutely. So, and you tolerate the political talk. Yes. Sometimes. Do you have, so you don't have political discussions in the we house? We have them all the time. Oh, oh, God. Cariel's at my house. I'm like, I feel like we're on the show. Like, can we just stop talking? Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh. But you're But you're at odds politically. Yeah, we don't. Him well, he's I, more in the center right, and I guess you far left. I mean, I thought no, you No, I'm not left at all. So, you, so you're center left or? I, I'm conservative. So it sounds like your politics are pretty much we're, in line. We're okay. I mean, so where where do you differ though? If you're if, if he's on the right, I, and she, I don't know. I don't want to talk about. Okay. I was about to say, I feel like this is we're getting pushed into another topic. We are getting pushed no, into another topic. <laughs> well, it's because like, I don't talk about it. That's fine. <laughs> I will. I will say. That I thought we had. I. I, 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 I was because you, you were when they're because you were saying your husband. I tell them both to shut the hell up. Because uh-huh. you had said your husband is sexy, so you opened the door now to talk about your husband and his guitar playing. And I was wondering if his political insight, if his debating was Does also. Anybody se- find that sexy? This political stuff. Do no. you turn on the news and like, oh, that dude is sexy because he's saying no? Mm, there's not no. 
Well, I probably some people do. I mean, women no, have those okay. people are wrong. Okay. No. Okay. No. I think women, you know. What about you, Nicole? Uh, <laughs> do you have anything to add? You're certainly not obligated. Um, my boyfriend plays guitar. I find that sexy. And he, knows, he knows nothing about politics, which I also find sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Is music sexier than funny? Is me, uh, guitar playing sexier than funny? Yes. And I mean, obviously, it's a subjective matter of opinion, but in your opinion, I vote funny. <clears throat> Periel votes. You funny. find funny men sexy? Sexier than your husband's not funny, Periel. He is actually. He is. He is funny. Um, well, he's funny to Periel, and that's all that matters. <laughs> he is funny. Um, yes, I. I think. I mean, objectively, like I recognize that, like being a rock star and that whole thing aesthetically, like, is kind of sexy. Well, you're not a rock star, so you're just you're you're just a very talented musician. No, to me, like I'm funny is number one, which makes sense, right? Well, you are in that business, you know. But 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 some people in that business, they've seen so much funny that they're not impressed by it. Listen, Dan, you get a lot of women who want to well, like get introduced this i mean i've known dan a long time and i'll say dan these girls over here they really want to meet you they're so into you and yeah. he's like oh not me <laughs> like it, it's because you're funny they find that sexy they come to the shows and like oh we want to sit in the well, front no doubt women many women do but the question is 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 it sexier than a guy who can play guitar <laughs> mia jackson oh god um this is all preference yeah, this, yeah. well i want to know her preference um, if i can if i can ask let me see i now, if it comes to just a regular non-comedy man having a sense of humor, I'm I'm okay. Like I'm like, yeah, I like I like a funny, smart guy. But do I like comedians as like, oh, that comedian's sexy? Ugh, no, <laughs> no, that's the way I feel about getting jiggy with it. So, <laughs> like, like, Is it because no. you guys are always on I with think, your comedy? Yeah, yeah, and also, I mean, just I mean, male comedians in general. Like, I mean, I've uh, I've Years ago, I was engaged to a man that was a, a and I was like, "This is a mistake." Like that, just, I was like, I, shouldn't. "I was like, this is a bad." And I and I just remember going, "If I if I get out of this, I'm like never again." <laughs> I was like, That's "I will hilarious. never ever ever ever." You've ever. been with your boyfriend a very long yeah, time. Yeah, my yeah, my current my current yeah, he's not. A is he funny? He is fun. He's really funny. Yeah, he's really, but he would never do stand up because right. he's very. Very introverted. He also loves politics, and it's oh. stressful. Um, yeah, he loves it so much. But um, yeah, but I, 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 I like. I, I find creativity sexy. So he's a photographer. So I do like. I'm like, that oh, like sexy. I like. I like that. But yeah, but like, yeah, m music versus comedy. I mean, yeah, I get the whole like, ooh, you know. But yeah, but if it comes to if I had my choice, I'm gonna go with funnier over. Well, here's the, here's the yeah. difference, perhaps, is that funny you can take anywhere. You could be driving your car, having a conversation, at dinner, having a conversation, in in bed, having a conversation, and he can bring the funny. Mm -hmm. Whereas a musician only brings the music when he's bringing the music. I mean, but he's not. You're not at dinner a having a conversation, and he's singing or playing guitar. Typically, incorrect. Plus, well, say, not I, in one I, 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 I was about to say, I've, I've been on the train. People take music everywhere. Yeah, um, music here. is everywhere. And Noam is actually really funny. He's quick with it too. Yes, Noam is. Yeah. Um, but but he also does play the guitar at the like table. Women who are Latin, like, like Latinas, I think funny is kind of like we don't get a lot of like jokes or sarcasm. 
Like, a lot of the jokes go over our heads. We take things a little too serious. I'm like, it was a joke, you know, right? He's always like, right? So a lot of times I don't get it, you know? But I. But you're funny, too, though. I am? Yes, you are. I don't think I am. <laughs> well, she's a... She, I don't she, mean to be, but that She has a funny work. character. She's funny. She's a funny personality. And she's also... I don't know if she makes jokes, per se, but she, she has no, a funny way. No, she doesn't make, make jokes. jokes, but she's funny, and she's sarcastic, and she's quick, and she um she makes, like, comments that are funny okay there are a lot of comedy couples now i don't know if it's just because of proximity yes. and people thrown together yes. okay that's who you meet or it's because yes it's proximity only it's proximity okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have i mean rosebud is married to a comic rosebud baker and mm -hmm. um tom cotter is married to a comic and uh tom papa's wife used to be a comic and esther steinberg and her husband are both but comics. do you ever stop being a comic i mean no. 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 Well, you stop being you could stop being a professional comic. Do you yeah. stop being having a personality of a comic? Probably not. Yeah. Uh, but you might stop doing stand-up comedy, which very seldom happens either. Mostly uh, you, you leave this business in a body bag generally uh, if you leave it at all. Yeah, that's so wow, that that made me That sad. was dark. Yeah. yeah. And I felt good until I went, "Oh, wait a minute." Why? Wow. <laughs> well, I think that's great. Look, isn't but, but, that like the best way to go? Like doing what you love until the very last minute. Look at Joan Rivers. Yeah, I didn't mean yeah. for it to be dark. I meant that most Ooh. people don't stop being stand-up comics. Very seldom do they get out of this. It happens very rarely but that I think, people simply go and do other things. Yeah, I, I find it a little more interesting that a lot of comics will go out and get a college degree, become lawyers and nurses or whatever, and then they go, no, I want to be a comic. I go, oh, my God. How do, <laughs> how do they get from, from A to Z? That's, it's Ooh. such a leap. You know what I mean? Well, com comedy, I'll tell you how, because I did that. I had a lot. A, right, I know. Um, because because basically, oh, I, 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 okay. oh, we, we'll, we'll end it up in a few. But but because comedy is a dream that very that a lot of people don't acknowledge because they think it's silly or unattainable. And so they go in a normal direction. And a normal direction would be law school, might be nursing, whatever it would be. Um, and then they realize, no, uh, this is not what I want. So so it makes sense. Because, like I said, and I wanted to be a comedian but thought this is ridiculous. It's a stupid idea. Nobody, <laughs> no, Who would do such a thing? Especially when you come from a family that isn't show business oriented. Right. How did um, you spring that on your parents? Well, I sprung it l very gradually. I said, hey, I'm in. Yeah, I did an open mic. You know, I was in law school. And uh -huh. I said, you know, I did an open mic the other day. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, oh, I did another open mic. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, you know, I'm actually doing comedy regularly as I'm getting my degree. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm not doing law. <laughs> so it was a gradual buildup. And and I have two older sisters that are normal people, if you, for want of a better word. And so, you know, I mean, my parents probably figured, well, at that point, two out of three ain't bad. I had my, I mean, Noam did the same thing. Noam got a law degree and told his father um, or his father said to him, if I understand the story correctly, just get your degree and then you can do music. You can do it. Because you have your degree. And that's what I did. I have my degree. Yeah. At this point, I've forgotten everything I knew and I don't think it would be of much value, but I have the degree <laughs> exactly as Noam did. Noam has his law degree and then immediately became a, a professional musician, right? So I, yeah. more or less. A few months I, later. Um, so w w him and I followed a similar trajectory. Um, it's not uncommon. Law, but law school is also a place where a lot of people go just because they have nothing. They don't know what to do, and so they go to law school. Yeah, but, you know, when you come from a minority family, that, that is not even like, I don't even see that shit happening. That is insane. 
You know, that's white privilege right there. Yeah, just oh, I got a law degree, but I'm going to be a comedian. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Just... My mom would take that shoe off. <laughs> it would be. That would not... yeah. <laughs> Come on. Law... Mm-hmm. You pay for all of this and you're going to be a comedian? Oh, no. Yeah. No. Hell no. Well, no. Well, okay. I mean, that, that that's an interesting point. You, you, you know. no, the only white does... people do that. Only no. white people do that? Okay. White people are allowed to dream. Um, well, that's that's. But why? Why you might argue that 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 I had the pressure of uh, that um, of of having to you know because I wouldn't have gone to law school mm-hmm. uh, you know may perhaps if I weren't you know from from a background where where you know people do these sorts of things mm-hmm. and I might have just gone into stand up at a younger age and perhaps that would have been better in terms of my career, you know. But. Well, I should take that white people thing back because I did speak to Ethan the other night and he's... Ethan Simmons-Patterson, yeah, a black a, man. He's a nurse. Yeah, yeah, he is, yeah. And he was talking about, I'm, I'm going to give up nursing and become a full-time comedian. I was like, whoa. Yeah. TJ, uh, I think, also had like a... I don't know, a TJ, you know TJ? Yeah, I know it's the Haitian guy. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I, I, he had some sort of normal job, I think, for... No, I think I asked him that the other night too. He was like, "No, right out of college." Oh, that's right. You know what it is? He's like, "I dropped out of college." Yeah, he dropped out of college. He dropped out of college. Well, you could argue that's you know privilege that he was able that he dropped out of college. I I don't know the situation, but um, anyway, uh, maybe we'll ask him about it next time he's on the show. Yeah, I like him a lot. I love TJ. He's the best. He is sweet man. He's he's very smart and very insightful. He was on the debate last week. We, he was, was on the debate last week. There was a debate about is comedy sort of the last hold. It wasn't really a debate. It was a discussion. Is comedy is stand up comedy kind of like the last holdout of free speech in a society wherein free speech seems to be, yeah. you know, being diminished? Uh, and he was on the panel. But Did I, I you love, ever? I love his take on things because he's not American. He's not from here. He's from yeah. Haiti. <laughs> and for him to have such a big perspective on what's going on, I was pretty impressed. Um, I guess we'll wrap that up. Uh, Nicole, did you enjoy today's discussion? Yeah, this was fun. <laughs> Again, you can't tell with her. You can't tell with her. She's How never can you gonna... tell? We can't even see her. Uh, no, but the, the, the tone of voice is like very... She's even. never going to tell you it sucks. I'm telling I you I understand right now. that. So I have to go beyond what she's saying, and I have to rely on how she is saying it. But she says it the same every That's time. That's the problem. But I Sometimes su- she'll rate it if you want. Sometimes I think I she... she, she um, has a little more enthusiasm. Does she rate the shows? She doesn't. If we, if we Nicole, ask Nicole, what do you rate this show? I'm forced to do it against my will. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was really good. And my voice just doesn't like change from this ever, so it sucks. So I could be like having the time of my life and sound like this, so it's not a good barometer. It's a very oh. calm voice. That is a very Yes, you should be, you should probably consider meditation apps. <laughs> that was so good. I was like Because now I'm feeling I'm I'm insulted, but I'm also feeling calm. Um Anyhow, thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, Mia. No, thank, thank you, Juanita Dorman. Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you, yes. Periel. Thank and you. Um, podcast at ComedyCellar.com. If you have questions, comments, suggestions, the kinds of stuff you like to hear, the kinds of stuff you don't want to hear any more of. And I guess that is it. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.